Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are TNC the Premix back for episode 22. 22 is on, 22 is on my arms, 22 on my, on my car. <laughs> Just kidding, I have tiny Kia rims on my car. Yeah, I think I have like 18s on my pickup, so. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. I, I do have a low, prof, low profile tires though, because I'm a balling like that. And by balling like that, I mean they came with the car. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Episode 22 um, brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, I actually spoke with uh, James, the owner, today. And uh, he was out uh, visiting with a customer just today about um, looking at their dock and seeing if it needed to be replaced or um, you know, what he could do to either fix or replace sections or buy brand new um, for a whole new setup. But he was helping him out with everything involved. Um, and uh, like we'd mentioned on previous podcasts, um, you know, a lot of people like to have all their stuff out by, uh, by Memorial Day. But, uh, you know, if you got a lake house and you, the big one is you want to make sure that you're ready for the fourth. So um, if you haven't got your stuff out yet, there is still time to get a hold of Jim and the team and they can help you out with all of your dock, uh, boat lift, jet ski lift needs. And as always, um, you can give Jim a call at (laughs) 605-270-9426. Give him a call. That's a business owner who cares about his customers. And we want you want him putting that dock in. You don't want to look dumb in front of all your other lake friends, so call him. Big time. And as always, um, you can find them at uh, Waterfront Docking LLC and at Waterfront Docking on the Facebook. And with that, let's get into it. come back with the melody but i wasn't confident i if i didn't commit to it it was gonna sound bad so i I'm sorry um oh, it's raining like a motherfucker here right now what's it like yeah. there it is also storming here but we have like the lame part of the storm there's like barely any lightning oh, yeah. there's barely any ning 
And mm. that's what you want. That's what you crave in a storm. A little bit of that fine ass lightning. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. Um, uh, we we're free and I were anticipating the storm uh, much yeah. earlier. All, um, all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, free and I were anticipating the storm uh, happening more closer to the AM portion of the day to, uh, to allow for uh, a little rain day, rain day fun on the stream. But unfortunately the, uh, the weather didn't cooperate. Yeah, no, it was, I literally the entire day didn't do anything because everyone was expecting the storm this morning. And so kind of like nothing to do. It wasn't storming. And it was like, come on, just rain a little bit. Oh, let me leave. I don't want to be here. So let me go. Well, at least it's finally going to get some of the some of the humidity out of the air. It's been so goddamn oh, the past few days. Oh my god, it has been miserable. It is just so goddamn damp out. It's not good for me. I I cannot have stagnant air. I need a little bit of airflow and I'll I'm much better, but as soon as that air is just sitting there, I, like fucking the Vietnam jungle. I am just damp. Well, I don't have a great thigh gap, so when it's moist like this, there's a lot of chafing. So yeah. you just got to powder the boys down. Yeah, I was going to say, the gold bond usage in the last two weeks skyrocketed. Because I am forced to wear jeans at work, and who, boy, do they not breathe. <laughs> there's a lot of meat in that area. And not the good kind. A lot, I was, of, uh, a lot of girth. I was anticipating um, Lily yelling at me one of these days just because I, I've been powdering down in the in the master bath, and when I leave, there's just a pile of powder on the floor that I don't <laughs> clean up. Because I don't know, is there like a proper way you're supposed to do that? I just put a little bit in my hand and just kind of just, just get up there and just pop, pop, you know, pop it. That's a few exactly times. what. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. I don't know. That just might be something that's instinctual for men because that's on the hand. And I just I bat around my undercarriage a little bit. I kind of, and, and it kinda, does. It le- I like to do it kind of like uh, LeBron James, like, you know, his, like, his, 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 his amp powder at clap. The beginning. <laughs> yeah. I kind of do that. Just, just try not to get so aggressive that I like the rack. As, I was going to say, every time I do it in my bathroom, it looks like I walk out of there and it looks like, Tony Montana just had a cocaine party in there because there's just powder everywhere. And I leave like, nice. <laughs> All right, we're ready for the uh, day. <laughs> yeah, and that first like minute you put on Gold Bond where you were just like, what is this? Feels like a cool breeze on my taint. There's the world. Oh, oh sorry. Man. No, I... Was, I, uh, I was messing around pulling up a window on the uh redskins want... depth depth chart <laughs> of course we don't call them the redskins anymore we call them the r words yes yeah, sir that's my bad <laughs> i thought okay so this is um this is a little random but well not i guess not completely random but wasn't there supposed to be something put in place where like the r words couldn't be called the r words anymore after a I, year i thought so i uh, thought they were not not a not a year is in a an amount of time, but like a specific year, like 2000 year? something. Yeah, I, I thought so. Because I'm pretty sure everyone in the world's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be called the Washington Redskins. 
And they're like, what? What's wrong? What, why can't we be them? It's like, well, it's a little bit racist. Yeah. If you had a team called like the White Skins or the Black Skins or something like that, it would, uh, you know, I mean, well, people, people tech- probably wouldn't receive that very well. Oh, well, I mean, I don't want to say that the Wash or the Minnesota Vikings is kind of appropriating our culture. <laughs> but uh, well, Vikings, I wouldn't wear fucking stupid ass purple. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I was going to say, if they were like fucking black and gold, oh man, I'd be deep in the Vikings fanhood. Just kidding, I wouldn't because I support America's team. But hey, I, uh, I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm actually drinking. A pure sugar Coca-Cola. I saw the glass bottle there. How many ounces is that bad boy? 355 milliliters. I don't know what that means. What's, so I don't what's, speak that, Dutch. what's that in American? <laughs> I, I could not tell you. How, how many milliliters did you say it was? 355. Mm. I believe it My is... Uh, serves me that's close to 12 ounces. Yeah, I can believe that. I... Uh, 473 it's, milliliters is 16 ounces based oh, on yeah. this can I have. It says 12 ounces on here. I just couldn't read it. It's all in Spanish. Mine's all in Spanish because it's made with real sugar. Yeah. A little, little bang. 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 Uh, it is 8 o'clock at night, Cody. You're going to be up all night with the shakes. Yeah, that's a uh, caffeine problem. <laughs> I... Uh, Sorry. Nice push. I, I uh, oh God, it just fell right you're out well, of me. You're well. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So, I hope you guys have your headphones in for that one because it was wet. Wish we had television uh, for that. Uh, I I don't know if you guys heard the last podcast, but there was some pop tart discussion, Ooh. and and I promised the the fans that I would be doing a Dollar General. Uh, wild berry pod pop tart review. So I uh, pop tart review. Who uh, <laughs> put the goddamn question on the teleprompter? Uh, <laughs> but so I went to Dollar General. They did not have any. They're hmm. all sold out. Sold of out like, of like every pop tart or like whatever they're called. So that was Friday. I was like, all right. Saturday I did not go. Sunday I went because I thought, well, they'll have to get Pop-Tarts eventually. Still none. Monday I went, still no Pop-Tarts. Today I went, still no Wild Berry off-brand Pop-Tarts. What four the days? Fuck? Yeah. We're in a Pop-Tart drought. Ooh. You want me to mail you some? Lily uh, stopped at the grocery store here in town. I believe they had the same brand, but they were two for three, so they were 50 cents more. I mean, uh, she bought two. And we could have got that. We could have got three for that price at, at, yeah. at the Dollar General. So here's the thing about Dollar General: it is a fucking lawless hellscape, dude. There is Dollar General is terrifying. Everything is weirdly cheap at Dollar Store, I guess. But like, even like like name brand Pop Tarts are like two dollars for a box. But here's the thing: is they have like some normal flavors, but they have a fuckload of other like weird flavors like they had fruit loop pop tarts actual fruit loop pop tarts with that motherfucker toucan sam on them and i I just i panicked so every time i go in there they don't have what i want so i'm forced to wander around 
There is just no rhyme or reason to that fucking store. Like they have pizza cutters next to makeup, uh, batteries in the food aisle, but just weird as hell. So every time I go in there, I wander around. I end up buying something weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, today was today was the Mexican pure sugar Coca Cola, or as they call it, Coca Cola Refresco. Uh, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, on Monday, it was peanut butter fudge patties because uh, our Girl Scout cookie talk got me thinking about cookies. Yes. Um, the the pure sugar Coca-Cola on a scale from one to 10, uh, 10 being the best, six. Pretty good. Those peanut butter fudge patties, fucking hard nine. Those mm. things are delightful. It's like a It's like a graham cracker with peanut butter on it covered in chocolate. Pretty hard to fuck that up. I, I do respect um, how you went into a store and they didn't have what you wanted, so you still bought something because I'm the same way. Like I, I feel like if I'm like walking out and after I've like walked around the store for a little bit and I didn't buy anything, I, it, it's like uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. and I, I feel like I have to announce myself and be like, you didn't have what I wanted, so <laughs> I'm going to leave now. So like most of the time, I'll just buy something. So buy something. Oh, no, oh, yeah. yeah, I came in here for um, – two packs of scissors for yeah, that's literally <laughs> what i've been doing it's so and i feel so dumb and i like i want to explain to the guy like the cat the checkout guy like hey i'm just here for wild berry pop tarts uh i don't know if you want to text me when you guys get them in is there a mailing list i can get on please do I, that yeah. <laughs> come in if they don't have them next time you're in there be like sir <laughs> like just like really really have like a very serious conversation be like sir this is the fifth time i have been in here and there has not been any wildberry pop tarts that's you know starting to lose it a little bit <laughs> like i'm like I, they're gonna start like i'm gonna start seeing the same workers over and over again and they're gonna think i'm addicted to buying batteries or something weird because i just <laughs> keep showing up and i just want those like I've built up this review I'm going to do of, of these Pop-Tarts in my head so much that I can only let myself down. But I bought like all the, I bought some milk, like so I could have an icy cold glass of milk with them. I was, I am prepared for this. And those motherfuckers keep letting me down. So, uh, Lily, oh, um, I, I, I went to grab, I thought we still had some strawberry Pop-Tarts left over. And it was dark. I reached into the strawberry box inside of the Lazy Susan. I grabbed the last pack of Pop-Tarts out of there, walking back to my room, only to find that Lily combined it with the other box that I was not eating, and it was fudge. I would have left. (laughs) And I ate them because I already had them in my hand. (laughs) And... I just bitched the entire time. And Liz like, or the, did that really just ruin your night? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of did. <laughs> the fudge was ex- not good. <laughs> I was expecting a delightful strawberry Pop-Tart refresh- refreshment. And instead, I got terrible-ass fudge. Fudge Pop-Tarts? No. But yeah, that is, that's disappointing. I've done that walk before where it's just like, well, they're already here, I guess. And like, you eat it and you're just like, God damn it. <laughs> I don't want these at all. I was just so I was just so excited for them that it was just a 
huge fucking letdown. Yeah. But why um, are we? Is there not enough space in the lazy Susan? You old lazy Sue? Just why do we have to be combined? I I I read labels. I don't know. I mean, there is a bunch of random fucking shit in there that we need to get rid of. There's like ten boxes of pancake mix. I don't know why we haven't had pancakes <laughs> since. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, uh, I will also. Um, there's a shitload of pancake mix in our cupboards. <laughs> like, it just makes zero sense. Like, and there's like there's like Bizquick. There's also like some protein pancake stuff. It's just like why, why? I remember the last time I had pancakes. It was like seven months ago. <laughs> I know because I. I brought my electric griddle into the living room and made them while watching Saw movies. It was beautiful. Watching Saw movies? The, the Saw movies, yeah. I watched like four in a day. Just hammering pancakes. I don't know if I would tell a lot of people that. Um, yeah, it was a weird Luckily, time. only five people are going to hear this. So yeah, I was say, and they all know I'm insane. So, uh, Speaking of the people that know we're insane, I... Uh, I met up with uh, Captain Bard Steams, Chim, and Mr. Brian. Um, stopped by at uh, uh, one of our dear uh, favorite establishments, Craven. And mm. um, I do love me some Crave nasties. Um, we all met up, um, had some had some lunch, and well, Jim and I hammered a little Joker poker. Um, Obviously, Jim won. <laughs> I did not. Um, Ooh, but that's, you got to invest together. That's the solid investment strategy. Well, and Jim said to do that, and I had already like sat down at one, and then we, yeah, it was, it was silly. But yeah. anywho, so, um, we got some wings, and it kind of like sparked a little bit of a debate. So my question to you is: Are you a drummy guy or are you a flats guy? I um, am a flats guy. I if I get if I get like eighteen wings traditional obviously uh i go i go through and i pick out all the wing or like the drums first and i'll eat those first because i just want to get to those delicious flats <laughs> they're crispier you kind of gotta you gotta be a real you gotta get in there to get that delicious delicious tender chicken meat there's a there's an appropriate amount of sauce you don't get as many weird chunks mm -hmm. like new because you the sizes on wings range. I don't think people realize this. You can get a whole fucking like half of a chicken in a drummy. Like this, you get some monster sized drummies. I'm not trying to eat a fucking full chicken leg. <clears throat> I want normal sized wings. My, my thing is, is that, flats uh, drummies? I, I'm a flats guy too. Um, my thing is like, okay, so like, yeah, you might typically get more meat on the drummy. But you always have to deal with more of the gristle and stuff towards the top. Yeah, where... or you get like the you get like the weird tumors on drummies sometimes. Yeah, and you don't know if you like, just eat it or bail. Yeah, and I was gonna say, and every like every now and then you'll just be like, I'm just gonna eat it, and then it's just hard, and you're like, eh. and then you dust don't in your mouth. Yeah, and then you and you don't want to spit it out because you don't want to be soft in front of your friends, but you will you you do you end up spitting it out. See, I like the flats too because I kind of have like a technique. Like if I hold it at the base and I just stick the whole thing in my mouth, I can like pull it out. Yeah, pull it all in. the meat. Like I'm like a piranha. I just like rip all the flesh <laughs> yeah. off of it. And just I'm just saying, it just it literally just comes out perfectly clean. Mm -hmm. Now I uh, I know some other people I have that can do that. That ain't me. I gotta I get my fingers in there. I break that bad boy apart. 
Boom. I got two wings right now. <laughs> no, oh, man. Yeah, I think I think our consensus at the table was everybody was was flats flats guys. I I have heard that like if you can re- you can request like all fat all flats or all drummies. I don't have the 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 spine to do that at a restaurant, but mm-hmm. I heard you can do it. Not me. I would say I didn't have the spine, but um, today Brian and I did send back our unsweetened iced teas because they tasted bad, and then oh. they, they gave us new ones. Oh, yeah, that kind of kind of felt like a Karen. But um, <laughs> I actually, when I first arrived, Jim and I were in the casino part, and I got an unsweetened iced tea in there. And then when we went over to eat in the bar and restaurant side, they gave another unsweetened tea. And actually, Brian had his first, and he was complaining about it, and I made fun of him. And then they brought <laughs> me one from the same batch, and I was like, okay, Brian, I take everything back. That's, yeah. that's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I said all those mean words about you, because you were right. <laughs> Why the hell were you drinking unsweetened iced tea? That just sounds terrible. I, iced tea is bad. I don't – I um, <laughs> Get a goddamn lemonade or a water. I don't know if I told you, but I've actually been sober since the 4th of July last year. So I've been, yeah, so I've been drinking a lot of unsweetened iced teas when I go to the bar with other people that are drinking in front of me. Yeah. I was going to say, you do that. You can do that. You can do a little bit of tonic water with some lime. Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan of just pure lemonade. I'm a big lemonade guy. See, and I, I would do that too, but I, I was trying to think of something that was like not just water, but not like a shit ton of sugar. Cause like sugar. I still have the, um, I have the muscle memory of being in a bar where I just, <laughs> just Hammer. constantly am drinking yeah. something. And so <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I've done the, I've done waters before, but it seems like if I do a tea, I don't just like, just keep yeah, just guzzle it. But yeah, I, I have not been sober. <laughs> since the last 4th of July and it is very strange like even there is certain times where like I'll like if I got to work early in the morning like I'll still go out but I don't I, I don't want to drink because I don't want to feel like shit in the morning and it is like like you said the muscle memory when you're in a bar is to just hammer everything and it is I I have done it with just waters before and it is just a weird sight when your friends are all like drinking beers and you're just on your eighth glass of water <laughs> But goddamn, you feel hydrated. Oh yeah, piss like piss yourself to death, but it is good. Ooh, there's, I've been getting a lot closer. I've been playing. I've been playing fast and loose with the whole pissing game because I'm drinking a lot more water nowadays, just because it's hot and fucking damp outside. I needed I needed to regulate my temperature, and there's been a couple of close calls because my body, like I said, it's even the same thing with poops. Where I got a good three-minute warning, and my body's just like, yo, this is happening. And if I'm doing anything, that means I have to drop what I'm doing immediately and go to the bathroom. There is, like, or else I will pee. I will. God, sober since the 4th of July. You fucking clever girl. Yeah. Kind of got busy with work and stuff and just being gone all the time with the kids. And... Um, yeah, more or less was just trying, uh, first it was kind of like a, a dieting Hell, thing. Yeah, like a diet. That's Just to see, because I was like trying to do like a, a hard diet. Granted, today Jim and I killed a pizza and 24 wings, so. 
Um, the diet's not going great, um, <laughs> but at least I didn't pile seven or eight beers seven. on top of that. Yeah, I was going to say, not 1,400 calories of and just carbs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, more I'll or just, less just try to prove uh, prove to myself that I had the willpower to uh, to, to go, at least, you know, go a year and just see how it goes and see you know, just, from a diet perspective how that kind of worked out. I was going to say, I think right before last 4th of July, I did I – did, two and a half months sober and it was yeah it was it was just a diet thing and also yeah like you said kind of proved to myself that i could mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like well I don't, I don't need i don't need booze to have fun but oh man did i fall off hard on the fourth of july <laughs> <laughs> just immediately got shredded just um, like it was like oh yeah we're going to the lake what do you want to do and i was like 60 white claws please mm-hmm. just in my mouth and you don't eat a lot of carbs and then you kind of then you start drinking so my body was not used to that and i was also running on not a lot of sleep because i was basically just constantly working and whoo-wee, that makes for it a lot of apologies the next day because <laughs> about that third drink you start getting loopy yeah not having anything in your stomach and then being <laughs> in the sun and just baking all yeah. day and then just hammering nothing but alcoholic okay. beverages usually Usually yeah. is a recipe for uh, good times. A real sleepy Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I have also the last like Saturday. I was good. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good on my diet. I have just fallen into a real, real hard trap the last couple of days of just smashing hot dogs. Like I will, I bought way too many hot dogs, so I keep just eating them on the like, putting the grill on grilling up like three or four of them and just mashing them and bun, it started no out uh it started out no bun but then i had one with a bun and i was like well this is so much better <laughs> and yeah i've just been mashing hot dogs so on sunday sunday i decided up to grill myself grill myself a couple dogs and i got the big boy quarter pound dogs they're aggressively sized so I go out to the grill, you know, turn the propane on, go to click it on. I got distracted for like, I'm going to say 12 seconds and I didn't hit the ignite button right away. Mm. So I came back to it, hit it. The grill exploded. <laughs> uh, I lost all of my arm hair on my right arm <laughs> and a little bit of beard hair. I was immediately terrified of the grill you shit your band (laughs) oh dude i was literally like (laughs) like i have ptsd because of the fucking grill so instead of grilling the hot dogs i just came inside came inside microwaved them like a homeless person (laughs) and i now i'm just too scared of the grill to eat hot dogs yeah that's a it exploded i think i don't know maybe Maybe it's just you and me, but that's happened to me before. It'll happen to me, like, if I'm using, like, somebody else's grill sometimes, where, like, yeah. or sometimes the knobs have the ignite where you just have to turn the knob turn. a certain way rather than having yeah. like, an ignite button. And I remember doing that when I was, like, up north trying to grill some stuff, and I didn't know how to ignite it. And I was just like, uh, well, I don't, what do I do? Help, help. help. And the guy's like, guy's like, freaking hit the thing. And luckily, that one, it didn't, uh, didn't build up enough, uh, 
blow it Ooh. off the ground, but it, it still kind of woofed a little bit. Yeah. But. So I, I mean, I'd started this, I've started this grill plenty of times before without any traumatic experiences, but now I have, and so I just have a completely hairless right arm, but my left arm still has arm hair on it. So that's kind of a weird thing. And yeah, I, so I told, I told Taylor this story. He's like, oh yeah, sometimes that grill does that. He's like, when I start it, I basically like crouch down and lean, lean as far away as I can then start it. I was like, well, that'd been helpful information. Because <laughs> now like I walk past the grill and like cower a little bit. And I still have so many hot dogs. Oh, I bought so many hot dogs. They're goddamn delicious. When you, when you said he would like light it and kind of like cower away from it. Um I don't know if you've seen, I'm sure you've seen um, pictures or maybe driven through um, any sort of oil country where you see like the flares burning off. Well, yeah. back in the day, they didn't have like automatic uh, like pilot lights and shit up by them. <laughs> so when they would go to like start off a thing, they would either have like a huge rod and then just have like a rag soaked in like gasoline and, Gas. light yeah. it and then just like throw it at the flare. <laughs> Um, because there's just, you know, just, there's just, uh, natural gas coming out. Yes, just, just pouring, pouring out. out. <laughs> yeah. So they, so they would usually have some, like, I don't know how far we've come where, I mean, it wasn't all too long ago when they were doing that shit. It's yeah. like, get like an oil soap and they would just fuck it up at it. Dude, that is, I like, I wish that like I could, was like the designated javelin thrower of gas. <laughs> I got this one, boys. Oh yeah. It's like in Game of Thrones where like that one guy, they're at the funeral and the guy's floating down and they're shooting the flaming arrows at it. And the guy keeps missing. And finally, the blackfish just steps up and just nails it. Like, I want that to be me on the oil fields. Like, really, Chauncey? You couldn't hit the fucking oil or the natural gas? I just step up and cannon one. And a scout's driving by. He picks me up. I lead the arena team to a local arena team to a championship. Get drafted. What? I become Kurt store. Warner. <laughs> Quit my job at the grocery store. Boom. <laughs> There's a 30 for 30 there. Yeah. Why do you work on the oil fields in a grocery store? It's really not important. <laughs> the plot <laughs> the plot fishtailed on us, okay? It got a little out of control. Um I do want to bring up one kind of sad thing. Uh we lost a local legend today, 31 years old. The TV show Cops was canceled today. Really? Yep. Cops is no more. I don't know if Cops played a major role in your life, but it played a pretty important role in my life. I think, I mean, isn't that like the longest running series? Or, or it, uh, it has to be close. 31 years old. Cops is literally older than both of us. Fact, yeah, I watched a shit ton of cops. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I even when I like I saw that, I'm like, I have to write this down. And like, the first thing I thought of was bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Like, that's just an, an iconic theme song. Like, I cannot tell you how many like Saturdays that I just watched like four hours of cops accidentally. <laughs> It's a, it was a good, always a good filler 
And there's just so many episodes. It's like so, you, could, yeah. you could just sit there and just it would randomly come on. It was always one that you'd never seen before just because there's just so fucking many of them. There was a, there was this. I was living in a. I was living in this building that my uncle owned, and it had cable, but for some reason, like it was an old school. It was a big old school building, and it had cable. I had internet, but for some reason, my cable like never really worked but I would get like four channels and one of the channels might've just been cops like 24 seven. And I watched a lot of cops <laughs> and it was just, one. it was, it was, it would go from cops to cash cab and then back to cops. And I was like, yep, <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted. And I was a big time cash cab guy. Oh yeah. As I say, cash cab ruled. That was like even when uh, even when a couple of our listener, or a couple of our, our friend listeners, uh, Jim Freed and uh, Brad and myself, we went to New York. Like in my head, I knew the odds were really low of us getting in the cash cab, but I was gonna fucking stunt on that cash cab. Tyler, we I have was, one block to go. Well, let's just uh, let's just take it. Down. <laughs> Risk it all. <laughs> All right, you have one question to double it up. You guys have twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, we'll double it. Yeah, you always go for it. Yeah. Obviously. So you're not going to ask anyone else in the cab, Tyler? No, we're going to double it. <laughs> have any of these guys an- answered any questions? No. Yeah, I think we're going to double it. <laughs> the video. You sure you don't want to ask you? Yeah. <laughs> you sure you don't want to ask anyone in your car- group for help? No, I don't. I think I'll be answering this one myself. Yeah, I just oh, I loved cash cabs, but. Yep, cops. Cops is no more. I don't know if you ever did. You ever watch Live PD at all? It's kind of like the newer cops. I've never watched it, but I a lot, a lot of people like it. I think I caught. I, I've seen. I've seen a few of them. I never um, purposely went to watch, but I don't think I ever really purposely um, sought out cops. If it was on, I was just like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. watch this. Yeah, and that's kind of like saying that was kind of what I did with Live PD, where I. I didn't know really what was going on, but it was just like, well, there's cops. <laughs> so I'm kind of interested, but it made me, that game made me kind of think of uh, two of my favorite cop scenes. Oh God. One of them was, uh, one of them was the black midget in Las Vegas. Have you seen that one? Don't know if I have. So the, they're in Las Vegas episode of cops. There's just black midget. He's pretty fuck. He's pretty jacked, and you can tell he is fucked up on something. He's shirtless, so the cops get him over to the cop car. They handcuff him behind his back, and the black midget like kind of like comes to for a second. He's like, "I'm gonna break out of these cuffs," and he's like flexing and screaming, "I'm gonna break out of these cuffs!" The cops like, "You're not gonna break out of these cuffs." (laughs) And there was that one. Uh, Just a second, I have it pulled up. If you guys go to YouTube and type, I can break these cuffs, cops, you will get that. It's a great clip. It's only like 20 seconds long, worth the watch. And then there is also the one that kind of turned into a, like a famous viral video where it's, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not even sure where they're at, but it's this old black guy. He kind of looks like Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but he's got like a ripped shirt and he's smoking a cigarette. And the like, he's the, the he's Uncle Phil is threatening like this lady off camera, and the cops tase him, and the guy 
yeah, they tase him right in the chest with the stuff, you know, with the, the little pokey things that come and get him. Barbs. And, yeah, the barbs. So they hit him square in the chest, and there you can hear the, the you can hear it zapping, and he just calmly as hell turns, takes that last puff of a cigarette, turns to the lady off camera and says, "I'll get you, bitch," <laughs> and then sits down. And if you guys go ahead and go to YouTube and type "I'll get you, bitch," you will get that video. It is fucking hilarious. Those are just two of my favorite cops moments. Uh, Long live cops. I think as a as a cop after you taste the guy and he doesn't go down, you're just like, all right, guys, let's just go home. Let's just we'll, we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> Ain't worth it. Everyone, everyone regroup. Uh, maybe go home, talk to your kids, your family. Oh yeah, dude, this guy, this guy literally gets hit and just doesn't even react. And just the calm, I'll get you, bitch. <laughs> like if I was that lady, oh, I'm gone. I'm on the next bus out of town. <laughs> yeah, but hit him with a thousand volts and didn't do shit. Yeah, I was just saying he calmly put his cigarette out. I'll get you, bitch. <laughs> Such a terrifying thing to say, too. Like, what a perfect thing. If you get tased and like you drop and then you say I'll get you, bitch, means nothing. Like you've already lost. You probably already peed your pants. You get tased and you stand there and you say, I'll get you, bitch. That's a threat. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I am no longer happy. But yeah, I just, I, I wanted to bring up cops. I feel like cops kind of has a special place, in their, special place in everyone's heart. Yeah. Long live cops. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit, but the UFC 250 um results we i got them here had, had some people over and i actually um we were actually like all like bullshitting and talking through through some of them so um but we we caught like uh the main card at the end but yeah i guess just some just some highlights uh herbert burns um who's gilbert burns's brother who uh gilbert burns just uh just murdered the fight against uh Tyron Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, murdered and, uh, Woodley. Yes. And yeah. they will be um I believe then uh Gilbert should be then fighting uh Usman, I believe. Um Ooh, good. Had, uh Herbert uh he beat Dunham in the first round um by submission. So Kind of good for him. I mean, I like I like the story of how they were just playing around with the E in the back yeah. of uh, the guy's car, and you know their yeah. dad traded, you know, jujitsu lessons yeah. for. I'll do. I'll change. Car. I'll change your oil, brother. You got to teach my kids karate. I'm picturing that's how it went. Seems accurate. Good uh, <laughs> dramatic uh, representation. Yeah, let me reenact it for the folks at home. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, and then uh, Devin Clark won, so that was cool to see. Um, it was uh, it went all rounds and went to a decision, but um, I believe I thought it was a unanimous decision, but I, I didn't see the um, yeah that that wasn't listed here. Yeah, I say the when the fights go like the whole way, like you're happy because all right, you got to watch fights, but at the same time, you're always like there's that little feeling in the pit of your stomach. You're like fuck, I hope the guy I wanted to won. That's why, like, I hate that John Jones keeps – John Jones, former UFC fighter John Jones, like, always went to decision, like, his last five fights. 
because you're like, God damn it, just fucking win. Like, I understand that te- that is a win, but, like, you want to see that knockout. You want to see someone on the ground. Well, that's why, I mean, the, it's cliche and, and, and corny, but they also, you know, don't leave it up to the judges. Well, I mean, yeah, literally. Yeah, don't if you, do if it. you knock them out or, or get a, a TKO or submission, yeah. you know, don't give it. And also, there's just, the, yeah, there's just that whole, like, Oh well, it went to the judges, and every every UFC fighter or boxer that loses by the judges' decision is always like, "Yeah, the judges fucked me. Yeah, I got punched in the face a thousand times, but the judges really fucked me. Like I was coming back strong." It's like, no, no, you weren't. And they, it always sets it always leaves it open to be like, "Oh well, he could have done this, and he could have won." It's like, yeah, but he didn't, <laughs> or she didn't. Um, you don't see very many women's fights going to decision or judges though. <laughs> There's usually one that's way better than the other one. Um, so I'll get to that. Um, but um, if I'm just, I'm just running up the the rest of the main card here, I can, mm. I skipped over the rest of the prelims or the early prelims and prelims. Yeah, I, I didn't really know a lot of those guys other than uh, uh, Devin Clark and then Burns. But Burns, yeah. Um, and we were, I was cooking and kind of missed some of the like the early prelims. prelims. Well, we watched the the main card that uh that Sean O'Malley like the walk off knockout. Yeah, was that was that was. I say I didn't watch UFC 250, but I watched I caught the highlights, and yeah. the good stuff, and that was that was awesome. Yeah, he was um, uh, Sean O'Malley was heavily favored. He was like negative 500. Um, and it was a, it was one of the, it was one of the performances of the night. But yeah, it's just crazy that he the just hit him and the walk off knockout. Like he didn't yeah. even he didn't even like uh, you know ground pound him, arm him or anything. He just yeah. like looked and he just like put his finger up yep. and he's like, yeah, he's done. Yeah, yeah, that man's dead. I done killed him. That's got to be such a good feeling for a fighter to be like, oh, I don't even have to get him on the ground. He's asleep. Um. And then, um, uh, I guess uh, Sterling had a submission, and there was another decision in there. But then uh, the the other fight that, um, besides the main event, um, the the Cody Garbrandt fight, um, he he didn't have. I wouldn't say it was was a walk off uh, knockout, but it was like it right was. at the buzzer, and it was yeah. it was nuts because he kind of like dropped levels, kind of dodged a punch. And just came up and just connected. And as the guy was oh. falling to the ground, it was like he hit the mat and it's like, Burp. but they're like, nope, he's out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It was that was that one was that one was my favorite because, like you said, it was like a movie style knockout. Like this was a Rocky style. Like he dodged that punch and that haymaker he threw just was absolutely devastating. Just like a perfect, perfect wild overhand punch. And it connected flush. And yeah, it was one of those where he did lay like right as the horn as the horn blew. And they were just like, oh no, that <laughs> that horn, that was we are gonna not count that one. He's dead. Yeah, because they ended up listening as like four fifty-nine um yeah. in the in the second, you know, rather than you know, or, or just got it right before like the five minutes. But yeah, when I saw it in real time, I was like, oh shit. I was like, did he? Is he gonna survive? Is he gonna survive the round? Yeah. But I guess like yeah. as he was like hitting the hitting the deal, like the ref was already like, yes, yeah, single it. no more. Yeah. It would have been it would have been awesome if it like it happened just as the horn blew and they just started the third round with him just laying on the ground. 
they start pumping some sniffing salts onto him. Like, yeah. We go, what happened, coach? Well, you died in the last 11 milliseconds of the fight, but <laughs> you were saved by the bell. Yeah, now get back out there, champ. You have a very severe concussion. Um, and then, obviously, the main event, Amanda Nunez defends um, her, her belt again at, at featherweight. Um, I, will, I will give Felicia Spencer credit. Um, it, it went all five, and it went to a decision. And she just got absolutely destroyed on every, like grappling. Yeah, um, it was not close. Punches to her face, body. <laughs> um, yeah, she just got absolutely destroyed. But I mean, good on her for for going the surviving. distance. And, and yeah, like they actually, it was very much like the the Rocky scene when the guys like throw the damn towel, throw the damn towel, the damn towel. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Oh, man, she's got she's got the shit beat out of her. Um, that was when I when I watched this one because I didn't watch it on Saturday night. I watched it on Monday. I like I just watched the whole fight on Monday, and yeah, like you said, good on her for going the distance because I a hundred percent like middle of the third round would have been like I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't fun for me. You seem to be beating me at everything, and it's very hard for me to hurt you. So therefore, you just win. I'm also I'm also looking out for number one there. That's me. <laughs> well, and th- there's like a little bit of like the degenerate gambler inside of me, and I was just like, wait a minute. I started looking at it, and she was like plus four fifty, and I can't. Uh, th- that's what they ended up listing here. I can't remember what the live odds were. Oh um, God, I'm sure but, it was like. But I was like, I was like, wow. 12, like, I wonder if I can. Twelve <laughs> hundred. Yeah, if I can find like a sketchy place to place a bet here. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know so, what? She's decisively winning this, but. Let's just say by some act of God, she, you know, <laughs> like knocks just her a out. wild, wild uppercut. It just connects perfectly. And you win $12 million. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I was like, well, she's still, she's still in it. I mean, technically, you know, <laughs> that I mean, is, she gets a knockout or submission here, which, and then anytime uh, Felicia Spencer like tried anything, anything. Was a takedown. <laughs> like Amanda knew, like when they locked up and like Felicia Spencer would like, almost have anything you know like uh, almost almost have the takedown it was like trying to attempt the takedown and then like amanda nunez would just ragdoll and throw her on the ground and (laughs) it's like at some point it almost felt like amanda nunez was just like holding back because she knew that she was just destroying yeah that was kind of that's a hundred percent i know what you're talking about because like i think of when like holly holm uh killed ronda rousey and i just remember uh like some guy in Las Vegas put down like a hundred thousand dollar bet on Holly Holm, and he won like two point six million dollars. Like it was something crazy, and yeah, it's just one of those things where like anything could happen in the fight game. I mean, when everyone's got knockout power like that, but yeah, there was no goddamn chance. Nunez literally was doing that thing. It's like it's like fighting your little brother, where you're like you're like yeah, well, you're trying, bud. But as soon as you try to take me down, I'm just gonna jam your face directly into the ground. And it it was crazy. It's crazy because you know, like some fighters, they'll have like their game face on, and the, you know, they'll look intimidating. Amanda Nunez was smiling, like openly smiling in her yeah. face, and that might be more terrifying. Yeah, that that's that's what psychopaths do. Like you're just, yeah, like if I'm in a if I'm in a fight like that, and you're just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, uh, please please stop doing that. You're frightening me. Yeah, I 
I honestly, I don't know. I mean, Amanda Nunes has has defended, I believe, the the one thirty five pound and the one forty five pound. Forty five, yeah. And and you know, holding both belts, I think she made history with um her her title title defenses on both. I believe I think Cormier and um, Joe Rogan were talking about that, but I don't know who she's going to fight because she's essentially fought like all the contenders. And yeah. I don't think. I don't think Ronda Rousey is at the point, but I kind of joked. I was like, well, if they want to just make a money fight, like just have Ronda Rousey like come back and you yeah. know, build build up a big fight. But and then just get ragdolled. Yeah, I just don't I don't know if there's anybody that can beat her. I mean, she's just decisively just beating everyone. I thought the cyborg yeah. one was gonna be closer than it was. And and that's um, that's the only thing I could think of was I was like, I guess they could do cyborg again. But yeah, because I thought the cyborg fight was going to be much closer because cyborg is possibly a man. <laughs> Please don't kick my ass. But like, yeah, that like even that fight fight wasn't close. It was just like Amanda Nunez just might just be the best women's fighter ever. Uh, she is as it stands the the best yeah. of all you know the goat the greatest of all times as far as uh, in the women's uh, and that's that's. Women's featherweight, yeah. There's straw weight, featherweight. Yeah, I can't uh, remember what. I, I think the other one was. I can't remember what the one thirty-five, one forty-five. I should open that up and look at. It. But but definitely the featherweight one. Um, yeah, and, but that that must suck. Which just like, what else can I do? Like, I keep every person you guys put in front of me. I like just ragdoll. I talk, I mush them. It's like, well, we got nothing else to do. So what? Uh, just want to give up your belt and start at the beginning. It's like beating a video game. Like you're just like, uh, all right, well, I'm at the end. What do I do now? Well, you could just start over. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm the best. Uh, I mean, I, and, and Joe Rogan and DC were talking about it too. And it's just like, wh- like, where do we go from here? Like she's beat, she's beat all the, the, the top contenders. And um, I mean, after watching that, that fight, I don't think anybody wants to fight her. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to fight her. <laughs> I, I don't either. <laughs> unless yeah. unless UFC wants to toss some dollars at me. Yeah, I. Uh, I'll throw. Yeah, that I'll was throw. that was good. The, or that, that that fight was good, even though it was just so completely one sided. Um, it's just it's still it's still cool to see an athlete at that height, you know, like watching the best, you know, like she is respectively, she is the best, you know, in that, um, as a, as a woman's MMA fighter in that division, she is, you know, the best and it's, it's good to see greatness, I guess, in any capacity. So even if it was, you know, just decisively one-sided, but still cool to watch. That's it. I do like, I do like that every now and then it's like the same, it happens in college football a lot. Where, I mean, you can just tell one team is significantly better. And I do like – I like watching those games too because I just like watching people get lit up. Uh, like in college football, I like when I like when scores are, you know, that 70 to zero. When like Florida State plays North Texas. <laughs> and like North Texas doesn't have enough money for like everyone to have shoulder pads. And, <laughs> and like they just come out and just get throttled. I like that. I also like close – I mean – I just like sports. I like watching greatness. I like watching close ones. I like underdogs. And anyway, anyway, I can get it. It's good. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of football, like NFL, I had a dream 
it must have been like after we were talking about it and i don't know if just in my subconscious i was just thinking about it i had a dream that cam newton um went to uh went to the washington r words um and re- re- rejoined ron Rivera. um Ooh. and it was a so much of a vivid dream that i had to like look it up because i wasn't yeah. sure if it actually happened or if it was just a dream uh, yeah. it turns out it was just a dream um and cam is still a free agent but awesome um, i saw some speculation it was silly because there's like an article by uh 24 7 sports and their article is bleacher report predicts cam newton will go to new england and i just like that's such a weird like weird yeah bleacher like, report predicts and that's a 24 7 sports article sports. yeah that'd be like if i yeah if i wrote an article and just in the article i was like uh this is me tyler johnson writing i'm just going to copy and paste cody hall's entire <laughs> words yeah which would but be, i wrote it but i wrote it which would also be terrible and probably very bad takes but uh <laughs> I don't know. I, I was I was thinking about that, and then I I did see like a couple other articles, and I was like, if the if the Patriots weren't going to run with Stidham, and they were going to go after somebody else, and if they were going to potentially either trade for a person or try to go after a free agent, I mean, it would make sense that maybe they just get Jacoby Brissett since he's used to the system. Or yeah, Phil Rivers is you know taking over in, in Indy, so which still blows my mind because they just paid the shit out of Jacoby Brissett too. And Jacoby like Brissett like, is, is good. Is a good is a good quarterback. I mean, he, yeah. um, you know, like I think they're, um, uh, fuck, uh, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, besides Quentin Nelson, um, you know, like, like he he's he's obviously like uh, Pro Bowl caliber, like very very good offensive lineman. But um, I felt like there was a couple, you know, a couple times where uh, Jacoby Brissett was you know under pressure, and then you know yeah, obviously injuries and stuff, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's weird for him where he was, you know, starting it and doing well. And now he's going to be the backup to Phil. And Rivers. now he's, he's a well-paid backup for Philip, the machine rivers. I, I, I don't like Philip rivers. I get, but I don't hate him. I don't know. Philip rivers is like a weird gray area for me because I do think he's a really good quarterback, but I wouldn't. I, I, if I owned a team, I wouldn't have picked Philip Rivers up. I just, he's something. I, I think he's about to hit like that Eli Manning stage where it's like, yes, technically he is a good quarterback, but <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's just, I don't know. The storyline has been for the however many years that that Philip Rivers is like the king of like failed fourth quarter comebacks Comebacks, or or just shitting it down um, their leg in the fourth quarter and throwing like a game ending interception. Yeah. Um, Uh, That's, I love, I love like on Sundays on Twitter when like, cause the chargers always play because they're obviously they're a West coast team. They'll always play like a later game and people on Twitter caught on to Philip Rivers being a fucking fourth quarter just dud. And because he'll always he'll always have him like in the game. Mm-hmm. And they'll be down by a score with two minutes left. And people on Twitter would be like late or Phil Philip Rivers late drive alert. And then like two minutes later be like Philip Rivers throws an interception. <laughs> Philip <laughs> Rivers fumbles the, the ball. <laughs> yeah. 
and it was just hilarious. It was that was a real comforting thing during football Sundays. You could always yeah. count on Philip Rivers to piss it down his leg and, and make me laugh. And I I don't know. It's like uh, like I'm a big Tony Romo fan, but um, there was some similarities in that regards. It just seemed like. <laughs> For whatever, and even with uh, even when when Dak had been starting too, it's like the Cowboys just played a lot of close games where they're always like in it. But it's like, and why can't we just blow people out by three scores? Why does it have yeah. to be like within three or within yeah. seven? You know, at the two with, minute warning of every fucking game. So I'm always convincing myself, oh fuck, we could actually do this. Oh, there's only yeah. ten seconds left on the clock, and we're gonna try to onside kick it back to ourselves. Yeah, that could happen. Well, it's <laughs> honestly I, that is my curse as like a fucking sports fan is. Every like every team I love refuses just to be great. They're always really good, and it always comes down to it's just like, why am I sweating out a goddamn close game again for the eleventh week in a row? Why can't we just win by forty points? Why can't they? I'm not on the team. I'm sorry. I hate when people do that. But it's just like, goddamn it, guys, just score more points during the second quarter, and I wouldn't have to be watching this game like getting ready to cry into my pillow because you guys refuse to score points. Yeah. I just want my teams. I'm tired of my teams, not just being the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I just, I obviously like my, I'm the Cowboys fan. Obviously they haven't been to the Super Bowl in a while, but they've had really good teams. And they always they always break my heart every single year. Every single year the Cowboys break my heart. I'm a Notre Dame football fan. I love Notre Dame. They probably are my favorite football team, including the Cowboys. And Notre Dame is great at being awesome and then just completely getting fucking rickrolled by a better team. <laughs> like and it's every single and I pump myself up, I talk myself into my head, and they immediately go down four fucking touchdowns. And I'm like, yep, here, here we are, folks. Yeah, and there's never been, there's never been like a game-winning drive for either of my football teams that have has went my way. Like yeah. the sexual thrill, I'm sure Jim got just by the Niners being in the fucking Super Bowl, is so much better than anything that I've gotten from the Cowboys, where it's just like, goddamn, we want a playoff game. Let's start the train. And we lost by 26 points. Sick. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, circling back to Camden, I, I hope I hope that he gets picked up. I think that he I think that he obviously think is he going to he, he's going to go somewhere. I mean, I think the caliber of some starting quarterbacks on some teams right now is literal. Yeah, you, and if, if Cam is healthy and, like, some of the workout videos that he's shown and, like, he obviously now has a chip on his shoulder and, you know, something to prove, which which can be very powerful. So I, I hope that somebody I, picks him up. And I, I would actually like – I think that he would be better than Kyle Allen or, or better than Dwayne Haskins. So I hope yeah, him and Rudy Ron can get reunited. And I, I, will, that. I will say that as uh, people have heard, I have been staunchly defending Cam Newton – uh, for this entire podcast run, uh, big Cam Newton fan. If he goes to the fucking Washington Redskins, and what will happen, since I defended him, is he'll go to the Redskins. The Redskins will beat the Cowboys. 
win the fucking East, and I will just be so mad at Cam Newton. You, you betrayed me. So, yeah. on one hand, I obviously want him to get picked up by basically anyone other than the Redskins or the Eagles or the Giants. Like, please. No, and I was I was thinking that like as I was saying it, I was like, you know what? It'll be yeah, it'll be my luck that that Cam will come in and and the R words will be phenomenal and but, uh, win yeah. the East and yeah. and then I'll be you know cussing Cam Newton and, and pissed yeah. off that that I I wish that he got back, but and um, Cam Newton leads the Washington R words to a fourteen and two regular season, beating the Dallas Cowboys in two games by a combined score of three hundred eighteen to twelve. It's like God damn it, Cam Newton, I loved you. And you fucking betray me. Yeah, so that's definitely gonna happen. So pencil that in. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I at first i I thought that um, there was a potential that Belichick would wait until, um, you know, the cost um, for acquiring Cam was obviously like less, so they could pick yeah. him up. You know, you know, like cheaper seventy seventy five dollars for a year of football for Cam Newton. But like the more and more as it goes on, like I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that New England will pick him up. But I don't. I maybe don't maybe they'll announce it fucking tomorrow that they did. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just say, far be it from us, from us two idiots from the middle of the country, to predict what Bill Belichick's gonna do. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna go to the uh, Patriots either. But yeah, if it came out, I mean, I don't have, I'm not checking social media right now. Cam Newton might have got signed by the Patriots. As we say, he's not getting signed by the Patriots. And that, I'm going to tell you right now, if he goes to the Patriots, they're going to be good at football. Yeah. I think if him and Bill can get on the same page, maybe, you know, uh, exchange the the hieroglyphics uh, decoder ring to to figure that out and then get on the same page. I, I mean, and if Cam is healthy, I mean, he's, I mean, he's a proven fucking athlete an MVP caliber quarterback. Um, you know, when healthy um, and things are, things are going well and he's got the pieces around him. So, and Bill Belichick is the best at doing that, you know, working with what he has. So um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to just wait and see. I'm just excited for football in general. I hope that it starts. I don't know what it's going to look like with the fan situation and all that, but. I think even without fans, I mean, because I don't know about you, but I probably wasn't going to go to an NFL game this year. I mean, even if I did, it'd probably be later in the season. When and I'd probably either go to a Chiefs game or a Vikings game, but uh, even with no fans, it's still going to be fun to watch on television. <laughs> and if you think I won't enjoy a couple uh, adult beverages with my boys at a sports bar watching watching football, you're wrong. <laughs> I'll make yeah. my own fans. I, I was thinking about so, like when the UFC first started and they you know didn't have any fans there i thought it was going to be like weird and like at first it kind of was like you could hear everything yeah you can hear the coaches talk from the corner and shit like that yeah and then like uh like after the fact you found that like the fighters could hear like dc and joe rogan like like discussing stuff back and forth and they were essentially like list like uh, i think greg hardy was checking leg kicks after dc said that he needed to start checking leg kicks (laughs) um you know like that that's like but 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 all in all, like when I was watching the fights, like when the fight started, I was concentrated on the fights. I didn't even fights. notice. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't even notice. And they don't do like the, like it seems to me with the UFC with the no fans, is they're cutting way more to like the corner or like you know coaches and stuff like that rather than you know the random 
celebrities in the stands or the hot chick in row 27 just being like, woo, I love the UFC. It's like, no, show me the goddamn fights. Show me the coaches who are like, you got to quit getting punched in the face, kid. I'm going to throw in the towel. Well, and there, there definitely is something more to, like, the NFL atmosphere with the fans, and then not to mention the home field advantage of crowd noise, you know, yeah. against the, the offense. So, I mean, essentially, yeah, you, you're still going to have to travel and stuff, so there will be, like, some home field advantage. Um, but not having that crowd noise is actually – I think probably NFL could be, like, one of the sports, like, most, most, most. affected by that. Yeah, I mean, because, like, Seattle, Kansas City – I mean, Seattle's literally called the 12th man – because they're so goddamn loud. Kansas City's loud as fuck. I mean, you got Green Bay, you got the Lambo Leap, which normally does inspire them to play better. Uh, depending on if Aaron Rodgers is uh, deciding to play good that day or not, if he's not mad at his dad or something. <laughs> but uh, here, this is going to be a dumb question. So, if there's no fans allowed in the stands, will like fans still be allowed to tailgate and shit? Hmm. That's a good. It's um, a good question. I would. I don't know. I'm imagining if they're taking some sort of stance on limiting the amount of fans, then I'm assuming that even though the stadiums are private, their affiliation with the uh, NFL, I would assume that they there's probably going to be some limits on tailgating too. Yeah, I I just I just thought about that because I mean that's kind of like the fun of like the fun of going to an NFL game for me is the fact that like the the tailgating aspect where it's like you have thousands of other people around you who are just like, fuck it, we got a 3 o'clock game with the fucking Bears today. We're Minnesota. We're getting drunk at 7 in the morning. And, like, you kind of, like, you have that energy flowing through you. Like, and you have your – like, I, I feel like I feel like that, that crowd atmosphere is really what the NFL is about. And then you kind of get to the game and you watch football. But, like, I feel like that that's what, that's what I would miss the most is that, like, tailgating aspect. No, that's a good – that's a good question. It's something I, I really didn't think about, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of it too. Yeah. They, they said that they're likely not going to have fans inside of the stadiums, but yeah. What, what about the tailgate? That's a good. Yeah. And good if you're not allowing fans into the stadium, eh, but they're allowed outside and they're tailgating, there's going to be some goddamn, I wouldn't want to be a team pulling into like a rival stadium because those fans are going to be going ballistic. Like, well, they might bring back like throwing like rocks at fucking buses and shit like that. Yeah, it could be, could be intense. Yeah, I mean, if they do allow the tailgate, then the the tailgates will will be larger than ever. I'm sure. Which I might be here for. That 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 I think I saw college footballs like some stadiums are going to do like fifty percent capacity or twenty five percent capacity, which I think would be, I think that's better than no fans because like that twenty five percent it's going to be rowdy. Like, they're going to be in to win it, and they're going to be right on the field. Like, if you're only allowing 25% in, that means you've got a ring around the field, and you're going – those fans are going in. Yeah, yeah. Um, rather, than have, rather than having casual fans like me in the upper decks just being like, I just paid $48 for six beers. Help. <laughs> I wish they'd show other games here. Uh, uh, do you have anything on your list that you want to talk about? I, I don't like a couple um, other things, but I would say I wanted to do like, I wanted to do that NFL redraft thing, 
but I think we can move that to next episode because I feel like we could get some good content out of that. Yeah. I feel like that could be that could be like a forty-five minute topic of conversation, and we're yeah. probably I, we're probably around an hour right now. I'm not totally sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, the uh, I say I I got nothing else. Oh, uh, I wait, I do have uh, I have a TNC premix uh movie recommendation or a show recommendation. Um, Hannibal, the show Hannibal on Netflix. I watched it on Amazon Prime a couple years ago, but it's on Netflix now. A lot more available. That show fucking rules. If you are looking for something to watch, I strongly recommend Hannibal on Netflix. I will also endorse that. I watched it on Amazon Prime as well um, when it was listed on there. I did not know they actually moved it to Netflix. So yep, uh, that show that show rules. That has been the TNC Premix Movie Corner for the day. Pew, pew, pew. Um, I guess, uh, like a little world news thing I saw real quick. Have you ever heard that brand, uh, Huawei, like, uh, like H U A W E I it's like, um, uh, it is a Chinese, uh, company, yeah. but they, yeah, they, they kind of compete with like HTC, Samsung, Motorola. Yeah. They I make phones saying, and, and I knew, products. I knew they were huge in China. Yeah. And, and in, and in Europe Japan. as well. Yep. And um, so there's a lot of uh, the UK's infrastructure that was built um, with Huawei technologies, kind of like, you know, like, I guess there's been more and more, but it was like Sprint a- or uh, Sprint AT&T, Sprint Verizon, um, yeah. you know, that built a lot of the infrastructure for, um, well, like Our Verizon, especially for like the 5G. And I guess now yeah. like uh, T- T-Mobile and Sprint together, they're, they're, they're building the infrastructure for the 5G networks and stuff like that. I guess um, the UK is kind of at an impasse right now with the whole 5G thing because there's been stuff coming out where um, there's speculation and accusations that this Huawei uh, technology, which is a Chinese company, is like putting like spyware and things in the phone yeah. to which, you know, which, capture information, which I, I essentially I believe that that's happening in some capacity in, in a lot of shit already. Yeah. Um, but because of some of the tensions between like Beijing and the UK, um, China and the world. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just seen that and I, I hadn't really looked, I knew that there was something going on, but I didn't really know exactly what, but supposedly, um, I believe it was the, um, I want to say it was like the CEO or something was actually on house arrest in Canada right now because she um, is under like some sort of indictment for some of these like spying and, and uh... yeah, Dude, this is, it's, it's crazy to think about this because like when we think of like the internet, we think of Google, uh, we think of Apple, like we think of all these other, like these brands that are local to us. It's crazy to think that in, like China, Japan, South Korea, there is like their internet's completely different than ours. Like they, that's what kind of blew my mind. Cause I, I've heard of, like I've heard of this company before and I just knew they were big in China. And that's kind of what started like my whole thing. Like the Chinese internet is way different than ours. Like they don't use Google. Like they have their, they have their own Google. I think it's called like Alibaba or something like that. Mm. Like they have completely, they don't have, they don't use Facebook. They use their own social media. It's just, it's nuts to think about that. And we all know uh, China is asshole. So uh, they, 
You're telling me China spied on people? No way. They haven't been doing that for hundreds of years. They're not. They're not. They're not stealing our state secrets and building the exact same planes that we are. <laughs> I love you, China. I'm assuming you're listening. <laughs> Please don't kill me. No shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just saw that as like a world news. I mean, there. I mean, I don't know. In in these times, there's just there's not a lot going on besides like you know the obvious things. Um, but outside of that, there you know, there's not a whole lot going on with sports, not a lot of pop culture, not a lot of world news. Um, so that was yeah. just one thing that I had saw, and I, I had uh, not been super educated on it, so I just read up a, a little bit. Wanted That's, to bring dude, it we up. should get, we should try to, we should just start advertising only in China. <laughs> like we'll just be like a million strong Chinese fans. We'll start catering to them specifically. Hey, I mean, I'll take them wherever <laughs> I can get them. Yeah, let's say, how did how did Tyler and Cody get famous only in China? It's like I don't know, it's weird. But Dude, Tyler makes <laughs> they build I, statues over there. I actually had looked at our stats on SoundCloud, and for some reason, we have like uh, some viewership in like the Netherlands and the Russian Federation, which I'm assuming that's just bots. But I don't even care. <laughs> I like. I like to think there's just one Russian dude who's just like TNC Premix number one. <laughs> Shout out that dude. I'm assuming your name's like Ivan or something like that. I I I like you. Shoot me an email, Ivan. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming the Dutch listen to us because we look like them. <laughs> they were just True. like <laughs> they were probably just like I think this guy's my neighbor. I'm gonna give his podcast a listen. <laughs> They hear us talk and they're like, why does this one not know how to pronounce words at all? <laughs> I don't think he's my neighbor at all. This Dutch accent's very racist. I think um, all Dutch people talk like Muppets. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. There are there are a lot of large Dutch communities. I'm pretty sure our, our, my neighbor is actually. Um, at least the wife's side of the family is Dutch because they came over and watched, I think, church on the television. And there was a lot of long jean skirts um, going on. So I believe mm. uh, so interesting. I will not slander uh, yep. the Dutch uh, just out of fear of retaliation at this point. So. <laughs> I don't need a sleeper Dutch agent to behead me in my sleep. I'm assuming I'll hear his wooden clogs as he creeps up on me. I don't, uh, I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I can always tell when we're getting towards the end of the podcast because I usually say something terrible and you're just like, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's pretty much, pretty much all, all I had um, yep. for 22 here. I was going to say, yeah, episode 23, be on the lookout for the Wildberry Pop-Tart review. <laughs> I will keep going to Dollar General daily until they have Wildberry Pop-Tarts. And if they don't by next on Thursday when we record, I will try the Fruit Loop Pop Tarts. I will do a live on air eating of the Fruit Loop Pop Tarts. I'll probably dry heave. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think episode twenty three. Um, look forward to the NFL redraft that we'll be redo- we'll be doing. And who yeah. knows? In this crazy world, something absolutely nuts could happen tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I think I can't remember if we teased it or not, but we're looking at doing a um, 
like a Dungeons and Dragons uh, like play along thing. Um, just working out the logistics on that right now, but yes. um, stay tuned. Hopefully, hopefully we can get that done. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm going to open it up to fans. If you guys are listening, I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you probably have one of our cell phone numbers. Don't be afraid to hit us with some topics of conversation. We'll, we'll, I'll open it up to mailbag. I don't even care. Hell yeah. I, I say I enjoy having things to talk about. And I, I mean, obviously I use the internet to aid me in looking for things to talk about, but I have a very limited worldview. So if you have something you want to hear Cody and I discuss, we'll do it. We'll do it with love. We'll do it tender and gently, baby. But other than that, I think episode 22 in the books, deuce, deuce. Alrighty. Hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. Stay safe out there. XOXO. Catch you guys episode 23. See ya. See ya.